Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings and welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show, On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me and foolishly opposing all the common sense, ideal, libertarian, good government proposals we're talking about today. Are you okay? <laughs> You're giving me that. Giving the, you the evil eye. The grandfather scowl. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't do good. Uh, you're not behaving this morning, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, welcome aboard, Joe McGranahan, a good conservative, uh, natural-born listener, sometimes anyway, and uh, easy dismisser of any proposal that makes too much sense in Washington or Harrisburg or locally. Uh, let's see. Mayor of Shemokin Dam, head of FEMA's Global Volcanic Response, and uh, let's see, still on the Pennsylvania Bar Association's uh, team of individuals who... Uh, scrutinize and vet individuals who are running for judicial office. That's a way of saying I'm on the Judicial Review Commission's investigative division. (laughs) I like my way better. (laughs) But anyway, yes, uh, yes, still do that. CSVT Task Force Chair. Uh, Is it true? Let's see. I saw a note somewhere that... uh, you, you were on the CSVT and you claimed it was your highway. That's and right. I put I I poured gas on it. <laughs> poured gas on the car and clipped it. What are you talking about? Just like that drone over the Black Sea. Oh, okay. Come Is on that now. What no, I have not tripped anything there. But you know, uh, they're going to really start moving massive amounts of dirts on the project this okay, week. Okay, where? So all over. Okay. As uh, I said, they told me they were putting together this heavy equipment down there. You know, they don't just drive it up the highway. They have to assemble it on site. Right. I saw the Euclid's over by the uh, 15 highway. And they are going to start moving lots of dirt. The amount of dirt that they've already moved, which is considerable, is only 17% of what's going to be moved. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding me. No, no, no. And tens of thousands of trees cut down. Do they get replanted? Tens of thousands? Yeah. Do they get replanted elsewhere? Tens of thousands. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, you think? Oh, well, sure. Well, some of them were twigs coming out of the ground. <laughs> I mean, some of them were mighty oaks. <laughs> so, but I'm, regardless of the number, let's suppose there were two. Do okay. they get replaced elsewhere? It's not like a wetland, is it? No, it's not like a wetland. But when, once they're done, there'll be land left over. There'll be some uh, green areas. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be a little patch of green in Snyder County that's undeveloped. And and, and uh, sure enough, one fellow put a tree stand hey, in it. they're taking the last best good housing development land in Shemokin Dam. Mm, heard about project. this. Yep, yep, yep. That's why we wanted the 60, uh, rather the uh, 15 connector rather than the 61 connector. Mm-hmm. So, but whatever, we lost. Okay. We lost, we lost. Well, you've been pushing for the highway forever. It's hard to complain when you finally get your highway that it's not perfect. Well, it's so, it's it's needed. I mean, everybody has to make some sacrifices. Well, it's as busy as can be. I drove on it yesterday just across the bridge from Union County to Northumberland County, and there are like 60 cars on the bridge. So, obviously, lots of folks have found it. Traffic volume's way down in Northumberland. I wouldn't say that I've noticed less traffic in Lewisburg, but maybe less truck there, traffic. There's less truck traffic. Is that what it they're, is? They're okay. getting some benefit in Lewisburg, but the major benefit so far has been in Norrie. Uh, their mayor, Dan Burrard, told me one day that uh, the biggest problem that you, they used to have was being able to get through the borough. Now their biggest problem is speeding through the borough. Right. Well, and I think um, the... Uh 
it's a shame we couldn't have waited until the CSVT was section was done before we did all the delays and detours on the on the local streets in Northumberland. Would have given them a more logical go round. But well, of we, course, we, you remember we beat that horse to death right. years ago. And the fact is, the work is done, and Northumberland got a big benefit from it. And right. I think it's a lot easier to get through the town now, so it benefits everybody. I know. I'm just saying it's a shame the timing was such that we only missed it by about three years. But uh, yeah, in, in any event. Yeah, that was. Would you uh, have wanted to go through three more years of the traffic congestion in Northumberland? We had the traffic congestion in Northumberland. It was just on Orange Street and Prince Street and Queen Street. Yeah, but think what you'd be enduring. Suppose the project hadn't been built. Mm -hmm. Suppose something had held it up. Oh, I got you. CSB. Yeah, we were waiting. I got you. No, I understand. I'm just saying it's just a funny coincidence that it's too bad we couldn't have done that. But in any event. Funny ha-ha or funny peculiar? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Just like my lovely bride. She did that to me all the time. Okay. <laughs> Maybe we've been doing the show together for too I long. I know. I know. <laughs> Joe's my other lovely bride. No, don't. Please do you remember, spare me. <laughs> do you, when you worked here or a manager, did you ever talk about work spouses, that people kind of had somebody that they would glom to, typically the opposite sp- sex, and they would be their work spouse that would help them out? And no, I really haven't heard that. <laughs> oh, you never heard of a work wife? I've heard of it, but I, we didn't do that here. Okay. At least I didn't have one. You didn't have a I work had a lot spouse of, We had a highly qualified women working here, all of whom contributed to the success of the station. Any one of them and could have been your work wife. And personally helped me on many occasions. Well, you had a work wife, you just never called her that then. Well, then I'd have to say I had maybe five or ten, depending on how many women were on the staff. And the same with the guys. I mean, it was a team effort. I think you were the greatest employee that ever worked in this building, but who would be second? I wouldn't even get into that speculation. <laughs> There were a lot of great people over the years. As John Keller, our former chief engineer for 50 years, said, a lot of ducks have waddled through this pond. <laughs> <laughs> you don't waddle on a pond, though. Well, have that's what John used pond. to say. Huh. That would so, be interesting. Yeah, John Keller would be in the top ten. John was the engineer here for 50 years. That's right. a good long time. Sure. Then Harry Bingaman took over for him, and he was here for a good long time, too. He would be in the top ten? Well, Harry and John both were great engineers. All right. Fabulous. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, all right. So enough about Tibby OK? 90 years. We're celebrating our 90th. Well, we're old. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> I'm pushing 80. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, you... Came on in 33. I was born in 43. Well, what time did you come here? I came in 78. I said, what time? I see. Oh, it was in a the morning. Question. It was 8.30 in the morning <laughs> when okay. I walked through the door. <laughs> okay. What year? 1978. Okay. Oh, my gosh. That was a year after I graduated from high school. So well, Now, that makes me feel old. Well, you should <laughs> feel old. We're celebrating 90 years. Half of it, you've been here. No, not half yeah. of it. Well, maybe half of it. Plenty yeah. of it. About 45, yeah. Okay. Well, well that's half of 90. <laughs> yes, it is. As, he, as I figuratively flick Joe on the forehead. So, we got lots going All right, on anyway, this week. Yeah. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, you can call us now, 570-743-9565. That's 570-743-WKOK. You can email us, as one woman has done in our valley. So, we'll read that uh, shortly. Uh, you can text us. That's 70236. Always include the keyword OTM. So we would just love to hear from you. Lots going on in the world. We still have President Biden with uh, no appreciable public response to the sh- 
to the uh, clipping and fuel dousing of a U.S. military drone by the Russian Army, a Russian Air Force, I suppose, over the Black Sea. So uh, probably some sort of a response is appropriate there. Maybe no response is the response that we'll do. Uh, certainly have been uh, talking about President Trump about to be... Uh, what is? Why is he summoned to New York City in the first place? I don't, has he been summoned? Um, well, he's going. He says he's going, and he's going to be arrested. He and, does say he's going. And that he wants protesters to be there. I so. was wondering why he would even be considering leaving Florida under the, given the circumstances. Right. I don't think what he has here is an indict, uh, not well, it may be indictable, but it's not an extraditable offense, as far as I can tell. <laughs> yeah, we've got to. I don't think it extraditing from Florida on this. Well, if you're facing a felony charge, you could be extradited, but I haven't heard any analysis that indicates this is a felony. Well, what's what's interesting? Not did you watch Howie Kurtz yesterday? I saw the beginning portion. Okay, well, of it, they yeah. had a couple of talking heads on who made some very interesting yeah, points. Three conservatives sitting together, very balanced panel. <laughs> They they discussed the thing from a number of different perspectives, and it was balanced, whether you like it oh, or not. It was not. It wasn't a balanced panel. <laughs> well, that's not what was I was wanting to That wasn't my point. It my was all point in defense was, of him. They talked about the fact that President Trump... Um, now you made me lose my thought. Oh, I'm Pres sorry. President Trump oh, might be indicted, but <laughs> here's the problem. They're indicting him. They had to make the statute of limitations for the basic charge of paying hush money to Stormy Daniels mm -hmm. would have been gone. Okay. In other words, just because of the statute of limitations, they, they couldn't have done anything about it. But then they're trying to bring in election fraud. But that's a federal crime. So they need to come up with some state action that makes this a felony in order to be able to do anything to him because yeah, fraud. Okay. because the um, statute of limitations has expired on the basic premise that he paid hush money to somebody. Joe, I have heard a lot of analysis of this over the weekend. And guess what? This is the... Everybody says this is the least of the cases that he's yeah, facing. Part of what Kurtz's panel uh, brought out was that of all the char of all the things that could have moved forward, this is the one that everybody least favors. Right. Somebody because it is it, so weak and pathetic. And somebody even called it trivial. And you know, and our friend E.B. is quite upset about uh, Donald Trump, as she always is, called him the orange idiot and such things, or the orange dimwit today, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I guess he's improving. He was an orange idiot the last time she wrote, and now he's an orange dimwit. Mm, I think he's still the idiot, but I th in her view, but I think uh, she's just changing the verbiage. Today. But, you know, put all this aside. The question is, is this thing fair or not? I don't think it is. I, I don't think that, you know, I, I don't have much sympathy for Donald Trump if he was dumb enough to have an affair with a porn star and then pay her hush money to shut it up, you know, maybe he does deserve to have his uh, wrist slapped. Or So what's the crime, though? Well, the crime is uh, uh, fraud, I believe. Associated with the election right. that was conducted well, in no, New York. Well, no, associated with, uh, with the payments of hush money. Okay, so like maybe tax issue or something? Right, the fact that it was paid, was it paid for out of the campaign. But again, that's an election issue. That's not necessarily a state action issue. Okay, so that is in the news today, President uh, 
Vice, er, former President Trump, not Vice President, but former President Trump, uh, says he's calling for protests. So I would imagine you'd get some. But if there's one thing that you can do with the New York City police, is you can tell them in advance you're going to be there and uh, protesting, and they will greet you. Uh, my <laughs> lovely bride saw that in one of our trips to New York, where uh, somebody had planned a protest in in one of the downtown tourism areas, and uh, sure enough, there were dozens and dozens of police officers coming in on the buses, standing around waiting for their marching orders and then dispersing all over to, uh, you know, prepare to be ready for anything that had happened. And we didn't even see anything that was out of the ordinary other than an inordinately large Well, shall we read EB's note here? Yes. Uh, Yes, but it is open phones today, so call us with anything you like. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com. You can call us, 570-743-9565. All right, E.B. says, according to Trump, he's going to be indicted possibly as early as tomorrow. In a post on his failing Truth Social site, he encouraged his supporters to protest if this happens. Of course, the last time he encouraged his followers to protest, they attacked our Capitol building, tried to prevent the certification of a free and fair election, and savagely beat police officers. Will the Trump thugs give a repeat performance if their cult leader is indicted? Law enforcement agencies are reportedly prepping for the possibility. Such is the reputation of the MAGA crowd. Let's face it, we know there will be violence if the orange dimwit is indicted. Those who uh, those who these people are, that that's who these oh, people are, I'm sorry. Nice. They're stupid enough to believe his lies about election fraud, the deep state, and QAnon nonsense like the storm. We're not talking about bright people here. We're talking about people who have been brainwashed by a narcissist who never takes responsibility for his own actions. Reminiscent of the basket of deplorables, I'd say. I hope Trump is indicted, and I hope it's the first of many. I also pray for our country because there's no telling what the maggot lunatics will do if he's held accountable. I'm sorry, I'm just thinking back to the basket of deplorables. Right. You know, anyway. well, you know, all of, as again, uh, EB's constant theme is uh, people who supported Donald Trump are all bad, dimwits, lunatics, you know. How about the people who supported Biden? <laughs> all right, well, we will take a call, 570-743-9565. If you want to comment on that or you wish to uh, send us a note, feel free uh, to do so, 570 570- Seven zero seven four three nine five six five. We'll take a quickie break, and we will be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, he can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could shop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Welcome 
Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. We had a great letter from E.B., very uh, concerned about uh, the intellectual level. The orange dimwit and those who support him are, we're not talking about bright people here. <laughs> right. Uh, Everybody who supported Donald Trump is not bright. You notice that our level of insults of the other side is getting a little more strident. Well, I mean, I can understand a part of what she says. I just wouldn't couch it in such language. I wouldn't just because somebody disagrees with me. I wouldn't necessarily call them names. Mm-hmm. Well, and to say somebody's brainwashed just because they they wear a MAGA hat to bed doesn't really. It, it, I don't it's know. Like saying I know that some people who are MAGA supporters. They don't wear hats to bed. Well, that's. <laughs> It's a, just a figure of speech I made up. But I just I mean, think, What would you call somebody who supports a, an old man for president who doesn't know where he is half the time, roams around the stage, shaking hands of people who aren't there? Aren't they dimwits, too? Well, you know, you could argue that that's possible. You know, it's hard to believe that back in uh, 20... Um, what was it, 2020, that the absolute best person to be in the White House was Joe Biden, you know, but people just want to make sure that it wasn't, you know... It wasn't Donald Trump. Right, so they did that, and now uh, we got another election underway, and who knows? Joe Biden says he's going to run again, so you're going to get the same thing. I don't think you're going to get Democrats... I don't think Joe Biden can run. He may walk very slowly, but he (laughs) can't run. Yeah, it does that little jog thing that old people do. So, I'm sorry. What's an old person jog? Would you demonstrate well, first that? First of all, me? you're not nearly old enough. People who are I'm 90 the same plus. same age as Biden. Have a, have a, he's older than I am. All right, moving on. <laughs> Stanley, what is your problem this morning? <laughs> oh, I don't have any problems today. Okay. Although EB, EB's uh, sanity and intelligence comes into question considering she voted for Biden and, and other Democrats. So, But I'm going to leave it at that because nothing else needs to be said. So as far as Trump goes... What what are they going to do? I mean, they they changing the rules so they can indict him. Is that what they're doing? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So is that, is that what we've come to in this country now? We're going to change the rules to indict people we don't like. Why are they doing that? So that this DA can make a name for himself? Well, guess who funded the DA? George Soros. Okay. So, yeah. So that's and, what and, this is. Okay. This is what George Soros pot and paid for, and this is what he's getting. Yep, and he he ran on a platform that he was going to get Trump, just like the the New York AG uh, Letitia James ran on a platform that she's going to get Trump. So these two people ran on a platform to get Trump. So what's that? They're going to focus all their efforts and let the other criminals go. That they assume Trump is a criminal, so they're going to focus all their efforts on him while they let murderers, rapists, thieves, and thugs. <laughs> Loose. Well, if retribution is one of your primary campaign platforms, I think it's a winning ticket. And that's what President Trump is using. So I think retribution, unfortunately for you and I, stand sort of the working class people that would love to see good government instead. This is our fate as long as this, uh, you know, this partisan divide is continuing. Yeah, it seems that way. I mean, I don't unfortunately. know. Well, I mean, Trump, Trump says he's going to get rid of some uh, government agencies when he, if he becomes president again, which I don't have a problem with getting rid of a lot of government agencies because they're unconstitutional and uncalled for. But you know, time will tell what happens there. But yeah, changing the rules midstream, yeah, that does no one any good. And if the justice system is coming down to that, we're all in big trouble. Well, first of all, Donald Trump puts himself into many of these bad situations. Uh-huh. He never... 
he puts himself in all, all these bad <laughs> situations. Okay, but I mean, he if he hadn't paid money to Stormy Daniels, if he hadn't oh, uh, had the uh, mess what around with her in the first have. place. Okay. Uh, no, I'm not saying right, what he should have said. said. I'm talking about what he should have done. That, that, all right, that, that said, who was one of the paramours that uh, Clinton paid off? I forget which was the younger one, the better looking one. Uh, not uh, not Lewinsky, one of his earlier ones. He paid off 800 some thousand dollars from what I've read oh, to, yeah. to have her go away. But nothing's happened to him. His place was never raided. His lawyer was never raided. How's that happened? I guess because he's had a D in front of his name. Is that why? Well, that's a good question. Oh, and read this. And text one of our texters says, "Who paid Tara Reid hush money? She was exposing how Biden sexually assaulted her at work, but then she suddenly disappeared with no curiosity from the media." Well, so they never had curiosity in the media about that whole episode. And did she go away? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. You haven't heard anything more about it, so I don't know. Same thing with uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, what the heck was her name that accused uh, Kavanaugh of? his misdeeds. Ford. Ford, yeah. Yeah, Blasey Ford. You know, she went away. And who paid her legal bills and all that? Oh, that was right. It was Democrat operatives. And, and Mark, you said uh, Trump brings his, the problems upon himself. Did he bring the Russian collusion problem upon himself? No. That was a made-up myth by the Democrats, starting with Hillary Clinton. So, no, he didn't bring all the problems with him. Now, as it was brought out, maybe he said some things that he shouldn't about it. But what he said was true. And it was a witch hunt. Because that's all it was. Well, good point. <laughs> so, I mean, they've been out to get this guy since he came down the escalator. You know, at first they were all, you know, the media was all, you know, because they could get him on a show and up their ratings and all that. As soon as he got the nomination, then it was all downhill from there. <laughs> <laughs> so you tell me because all the all the big names, the Oprahs and uh, and uh, other ones that were always you know Donald Trump's the man, blah 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 blah, all turned on him suddenly when he came out as a Republican and ran for president. Huh, imagine what if he had come out and run as a Democrat? What do you think the difference would have been? Yeah, Mark, what do you think? Uh, I think he would have uh, not gotten a free ride, but, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, President uh, uh, yeah, Trump okay. is the most scrutinized individual that I think has ever been in public office. I can't right. I always thought Jimmy Carter got an unfair shake because I thought the media really scrutinized him heavily and in, in some of his actions and, you know, perhaps mistakes while president, but no president's ever been uh, monitored, indicted, Followed, impeached, impeached. yeah, impeached more than <laughs> President Trump. That's for sure. Right, because Obama wasn't in, uh, vetted at all by the media. So you know his past, his past dealings with people, none of that was vetted. He just came out and he ran for president, and they and, and they celebrated him because he was the first black man. Actually, in all truth, he was the first biracial president to ever get office because he was just as white as he was black is not was he is okay white mother black black father that makes him 50 50 so okay. I, I know how the how the left likes to portray everything if you're you know you got one percent blood that's black you're black well i'm sorry he's biracial 
But that's, you know, that's water under the bridge. Well, let's he's hope gone. we don't get down. Well, maybe down. he's not gone because he might be controlling the Biden administration. Well, let's hope we don't get down to racial laws like they had in Nazi Germany determining what I, was a Jew. Um, you know, what's a person of color? What's a black person? Oh, and I, I agree, Joe, but it's the narrative that they push, okay? All right. But if you if you went out and they say, well, he's the first black president and you came out and countered that with, no, he's the first biracial president. He's he's 50 50. You're the racist. That's the way the system's played. And it's not right. You know, I don't care whether he's black, green, blue or red. It's his policies. Well, Bill Clinton, Obama's policies were pretty bad. Bill Clinton always said he was the first black president. Yeah, well, now he's <laughs> he now that would be racist. He, he in identified my with black okay. people so you. greatly. He claimed that, and, it, and people said it of him. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh-huh. yeah, and that would be racist in my opinion. Okay, but I'm not allowed to say that because yeah, he no, was a Democrat. We allowed you to say it. No, we beat. I know, <laughs> I know, but it, but if you got you couldn't go. I bet you couldn't go on a news broadcast anywhere and sit there as a guest and say that you would be called a racist. Well, we throw that R word around a great deal. Yeah, and I understand that. And that's been, that, you know, loses its meaning when you do that. Because everybody's a racist these days. All you got to do is look at some of the media posts from, say, the Southern Poverty Law Center. Or even Joy Reid. You know, I call her joyless. But Joy Reid, you know, everything on her, her program and her media posts or about race. Everything. Doesn't matter what it is, it's all about race. I'm tired of it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, race is a pervasive issue, but somebody, there's a fascinating story um, out of California, I think out of California, about a college professor mm-hmm. who was fired and uh, because he made some comments about race that the university didn't like and uh, he took them to court and got got it overturned he was reinstated with back pay and it's uh, an ongoing thing he's now filed suit against the college i was going to bring that up this morning because i thought it was an interesting story all right to be continued thank you so much dan thanks for calling in have a good one thanks all right appreciate that all right we'll take more comers during the 9 a.m hour rob center our fabulous producer joe mcgranahan my co-host got two emails we'll take more sent to on the mark at WKOK.com. Now you can call us at 570-743-WKOK during the 9 a.m. hour. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. Call us now. We would uh, love to hear from you. 570-743-9565. We talked a little bit about President Trump uh, calling for another insurrection today in New York City. No, he didn't call for an insurrection. Oh, didn't he? I thought he called wanted protest. protests. Well, that's what his protesters do. Oh, well, come on what, now. What about the cute? Well, let's get the Antifa people up there. They know how to really throw things, burn stuff. I don't they're think good they, would, they would help him. I don't think they're consider Trump supporters. Just saying. 570-743-9565. You can email us at on.
on the market, WTKOK.com. And you can text us at 70236. Yes, uh, Mitch McConnell was wrong when he called it a violent insurrection. I just have to keep reminding myself that once again, Mitch McConnell was wrong. It was not a violent insurrection. Or that it was. He said it was. It was tourists. Right. Normal tourist action. As, uh, what was the other one? Legitimate political dialogue or something? <laughs> I don't know. So, all right. Well, we do have some legitimate political dialogue. Two individuals have sent us emails, so we will read them. You can join that queue at onthemark at wkok.com. And you can text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. I'm going to do some very brief news headlines here. Uh, we're waiting. Northumberland <laughs> County is facing a pending lawsuit from its former sheriff and his wife over the death of their infant daughter. News item says the attorney for Chad Reiner and his wife Stephanie made the pending lawsuit known last Thursday. This follows the September 23rd death of their daughter. Through their attorney, the couple claims there were mistakes made involving emergency dispatching and a delayed ambulance response contributed to the infant's death. In a letter provided to the news item, attorney Franklin Kepner of Berwick makes a formal request request for the county to preserve and not alter any records or recordings in their possession. They'll seek the items related to a 911 call by Stephanie Reiner and the death of her infant daughter. News item says Northumberland County Solicitor Frank Garrigan confirmed the county received the letter from Kepner. According to the news item, a September 17th Facebook post from Stephanie Reiner stated that there were four 911 calls attempted during the medical emergency. She says there were two ambulance services on duty within 10 minutes of a residence but none of those ambulances were ever contacted by dispatchers. Capital Wire is reporting a Pennsylvania state senator has announced plans for legislation that will reduce the size of the state legislature. Senator Dan Laughlin, a Republican, has said in a co-sponsor memo for Senate Bill 510, while examining the legislatures in the top 10 states on the population list, states with a smaller population than Pennsylvania have fewer legislators and larger districts. He says Illinois, for example, has 12 million people, and each of their 118 House members represents 108,000 individuals. In Pennsylvania, House members represent about 13,000 individuals. So once again, Joe, can you say deja vu? Deja vu. Right. All over again. Right, because uh, of course we'll do this, and of course, guess what? The state legislature won't act on it. Apparently not. WHTM is reporting that three... Oh, you'll love this. You like state holidays. We need more state holidays, folks. Uh, Three Pennsylvania state lawmakers plan to propose in making Aid al-Fatir a state holiday. In a memo to House members, Representative Carol Kazim, a Democrat from Delaware County, Tariq Khan, a Democrat from Philadelphia, and Jason Dawkins, a Democrat from Philadelphia, say they plan to introduce a package of bills to designate the Islamic holiday as a state holiday holiday. Uh, let's say, they say, quote, uh, one of them says, Pennsylvania has a rich cultural history of diversity that was founded on the principles of religious freedom and tolerance. The lawmakers said, given this heritage, it's imperative that we take this time to expand the range of holidays recognized in our state. Earlier this year, two state senators announced legislation to make Diwali a state house, uh, holiday. The bill was sent to the state government committee and has 
not yet faced a vote. Eid al-Fatir, Arabic for Festival of Breaking Fast, marks the end of Ramadan, the Muslim holy month of fasting. According to Britannica, Muslims observe the holiday with communal prayer, food, gifts, new clothes, and visiting friends and family. It's traditionally celebrated during the 10th month of the Muslim calendar and will be celebrated on the evenings of April 21st and 22nd in 2023. So, Joe, a new state holiday. I know you love a day off. We need another state holiday like we need a hole in the head. Well, how about if, what if we do like uh, here at Sunbury Broadcasting, you get... um, uh, let's say a dozen PTO. I forget the exact number. It's probably twenty. But anyway, you get a, you get twenty PTOs, paid time off. Why don't we give state workers, uh, you know, a dozen PTOs? They can take them whenever they want to. Well, but that's not a state holiday. In other words, if a state holiday, you would presumably well, think it would be a holiday. Schools would be closed. Right, you schools know, would be closed. Uh, the uh, banks would probably be open unless the first state holiday. Yeah, but I mean, everybody, holiday. and then that would be subject to negotiation for everybody else. Oh well, we, we have this uh, mm-hmm. holiday over here, but now look at the Jewish ho- holidays. Uh, they're not you right. Know, they're not observed. They're not observed, and yet they. Uh, although I, we always, when I was in school, we always envied the Jewish kids because they got more days off than we did. <laughs> okay, they took more days off. Okay. Well, they were excused. Those were excused absences. I mean, that, and I would certainly think that someone in school who was of the Muslim faith, if they chose to take that day off, if it's important in their religion, they should be given an excused absence, but it doesn't have to be a holiday. Are there Hindu holidays? Well, I don't know, but that's next. Are there Catholic holidays? No, but we should have, well, St. Patrick's Day, well, maybe. Passover <laughs> and Good Friday are coming up next month. Yeah, well, they're religious passed, holidays. I think we just passed Rosh Hashanah. But, uh, fr- good, do you get a Good Friday oh, off? Oh, Juneteenth is coming. Oh, that's not religious. Never mind. That's you get, cultural. Do you get Good Friday off? Uh, no. Do you get <laughs> Easter off? You could take it off if you want to. Well, Easter's on Sunday, but we don't have an Easter Monday holiday. Okay. Yeah, Rosh Hashanah is on the 16th of September. Right. Yom so, Kippur is on the Yom 25th. Kippur, yeah, and those those are pretty important Jewish holidays. Is Columbus Day a religious holiday? <sighs> no, I don't think so, but it shouldn't be a holiday at all, really. Thanksgiving, is that religious? Huh? Is Thanksgiving a holiday? Well, yes, it's a holiday, but it's not a religious holiday. Of course, Hanukkah is in December. Right. Boxing Day. Christmas oh, Day. Boxing Day. Well, I'll punch you in the mouth. No, not <laughs> that kind of boxing. Oh, not that kind of boxing. No. So, yeah, there's a, we're missing a lot of good holidays here. We could have a day off. Well, we don't really get the religious holidays off here except Christmas. Well, and that Easter, uh, for those who work it, used to be a holiday. In other words, we paid double time and a half for people who actually had to work on Easter. But yeah, we I remember that. We didn't pay people who had Easter off normally for working that day. I usually tried to work on holidays. Right. Well, the problem I see here is that we, we're just getting too many. I mean, it's like I have tremendous respect for Dr. King, but there are a lot of great Americans who don't have a holiday, you know, and uh, the, we took the President's Day, we took Lincoln's birthday and Washington's birthday and instead created a holiday called President's Day, which some people choose to celebrate and some people don't. And uh, when I celebrate it, I leave out six presidents I didn't like. So. You know what are we what are we doing? I'm going to read some headlines here. Some more headlines. I can't read that. It's too far off. <laughs> well, take it out of my hand then. Okay. The Hill is reporting former 
U.S. Senate candidate Dave McCormick is gearing up for another campaign in Pennsylvania, eyeing a challenge of U.S. Senator Bob Casey in 2024. Democrats are already teeing off on the former hedge fund chief executive. A pamphlet put together by the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee, the campaign arm of Senate Democrats, tries to paint McCormick as a chameleon appealing to both establishment Republicans, such as the U.S. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, and cozying up to former President Trump. The pamphlet was first reported by Politico. McCormick, who lost in the 2022 GOP Senate primary to eventual general election loser Ramet Oz, suffered the wrath of Trump during his campaign last year after the former president backed Oz. So we have that posted at WKOK.com if you wish to read it. A funny help-wanted ad in the western U.S., the New Mexico Department of Game and Fisheries is hiring conservation officers, or as they're calling it, professional bear huggers. The officers get to hug bear cubs as part of nurturing bear cubs that end up stranded or alone. Uh, the department's Facebook ad says applicants must have the ability to hike in strenuous conditions, have the courage to crawl into a bear den, and have the trust in your coworkers to keep you safe in the process. <laughs> it doesn't say, but I think probably one of the underwritten rules is you have to be able to run faster than your coworker. Right. Get it? Okay, but anyway. And I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. There you go. Right. All right. You can apply until March 30th for professional bear huggers. Well, I don't think I'd want to crawl into a bear's den no matter who was outside. <laughs> yeah, it could be dangerous. Okay. Uh, we got a caller on the line. We've asked for and received a call on the topics of the day. Good morning, Joseph. You're on the mark. Yes. Good morning, gentlemen. I just listened to you guys talking about these holidays. Uh, you know where that comes from, don't you? Right, pagan ancestry. We no, 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 no. Christmas I'm, I'm just saying holiday. The word itself. It's holy day. They were holy days. We call them holidays, right? I gotcha. The origin of it. Okay. So here's my point. Uh, we get off of work, and, and we have national holidays, you know. Uh, and all these, basically all these holidays are Christian holidays. So why shouldn't the Muslims have their holidays? Or the, or the Jews, like Joe said. You know, he, he was kind of envious of the Jews because they had so many holidays. Holy days, Joe, holy days. Well, For every, instance. Everybody has an unlimited number of right. holy days that they can take off called holidays, called the vacation. The day after tomorrow, of course, would be New Year's. That is, according to the Jewish calendar, according to the book, above all books, the Bible. And by the way, uh, our Savior did not die on Good Friday. He did not rise on Easter Sunday, which are holy days set aside. He died on Passover. So why don't we celebrate Passover? Not killing a lamb, but acknowledging <laughs> that's the day that the Bible said, and he said he would die. You know what I mean? For what? the sins of the world. Why can't we kill a lamb? Yeah, like a burnt no, lamb. No, no, no. That's, that's over with. He was, that was a symbol and a type of the lamb of Yahweh, which took away the sins of the world. Joe. Okay. So we can't eat it. No, it's a sacrifice. Well, we're to eat his flesh and drink his blood symbolically. Now, not, Joe, not as you guys do. Right, we know the great whore of Babylon is all when you, when you eat the wafer, you say it literally becomes his body, and literally, the wine literally becomes his blood. Now, we Protestants, like Mark, we say that's a symbol, and that's true. That it was just a symbol of his body. But all these things come in 
through the great whore of Babylon, the Catholic Church. Right, and there, right, it, there is. it is. And, and her daughters are following her pernicious ways. That's who, a fact. Who I are her daughters? Who are the daughters? Oh, I can't wait. Are Lutherans They're called Protestants. Protestants. They're not protesters. Oh, okay. Mark isn't a protester. He doesn't protest these abominations. Anabaptists. Oh, oh, do you protest any abominations, I don't know. Martin Luther nailed the doors, nailed the, put the whole nail holes in the door. <laughs> So that was uh, a he started out well. He did. He started out well. <laughs> he was Catholic. And then he, he, he fell back. You know, he didn't continue on in the truth, you know. And and so even <laughs> at the Council of War, died of Worms when he was on trial for his life, really, before Emperor Charles V. He said, uh, Charles V said, I've come from a long line of Christian emperors he, uh, for a thousand years. And he talked about Luther. He said, this single friar... He's out of line here, you know what I mean? <laughs> but Luther said he stands fast on what he said, but he still continued to keep uh, uh, the first day of the week as the Sabbath, when the day before that, what you call Saturday, is the Sabbath, and he didn't change his mind about that and about many other things. But, uh, again, most of the Protestants, they went so far, and then they stopped. All right, we got you. Well, we're thank supposed you. to continue on in the truth, not in error, in falsehoods, or... Or doctors made up by men. All right, we got you. Thank you so much, okay, sir. Okay, thank you. Yep, appreciate the call. We'll take more comers. 570-743-9565. Uh, some good lawmakers in Harrisburg are proposing that we have another state holiday, this time for individuals observing the Muslim faith. I think maybe a one way around this would be to not have any religious holidays on the state holiday list and just allow everybody to take a vacation day when they wish to observe their religious holiday, whether it's Christmas or Rosh Hashanah or Al Al Fatir. Well, I don't have it in front of me, so I forgot. How can we name. celebrate it if we can't even pronounce it? Well, we don't have to, Joe, because neither <laughs> you or I are Muslim. But uh, but Christian if the state holiday. declares a holiday, we're going to have to not conduct business with the state on that day because nobody's going to be there. Well, I don't think so. I think the state would be open if if they did that. Some people would be off and some would be working. It no, would, if it's a state holiday, the state offices would be closed. We'd have to change that convention and, and change it so that we only get. I think we need Great Horror of Babylon Day. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, every day is Great Horror of Babylon Day. I think you. Oh, you're one of the daughters. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> you realize. <laughs> when car repairs get difficult. Well, I. I don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 630 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the... <laughs> out of auto repair. On the mark, Eric Weisberg, Dan uh, Fogelberg. Sounds like Dave Fogelberg to me, but I may be wrong. All right. 
Uh, we got a caller on the line. Cindy's on line one. It's one of those rare occasions when I think she agrees with me. Good morning, Cindy. You're on the mark. I do agree with you, Mark, and good morning. It's a beautiful day today. I think your compromise suggestion is excellent. I think that they should do away with calling the holiday on any specific day, give people that number of personal days or time off days with pay, and then they use them at their discretion. I think that's a brilliant suggestion. And that would eliminate a lot of the need to close offices because they're all the people there would not necessarily agree with whatever that philosophy was that people were celebrating. And what would the atheists do? Well, they could pick up a lot of extra time. (laughs) (laughs) I happen to observe the Jewish. My parents were Jewish, but my daughter is is uh, is Christian and uh, and her husband is Muslim. So I I need three days off this year. When I worked in uh, Philadelphia as nurse, nurses, you have to understand if you're a hospital nurse, most hospital-based nurses work holidays. So you don't have any choice. You work some of those holidays unless you can negotiate with your peers to get off, which is possible. But when I worked, I was more than happy to work. The only holiday that I was frustrated about working was Christmas, and quite ironically, in 20 years, I only got it off twice. Because when you when you change jobs, of course, you're a low person on the totem pole. And <laughs> once again, you're the last most likely to get that holiday off. But I enjoyed making the extra money on the other holidays, without a doubt. That was wonderful. Well, so, Joe solved that problem here by paying people. We used to staff Christmas. We still do, as a matter of fact. But um, with news people, they would pay them double and a half time. Really? Double and a half? Right, yep. so there'd be an incentive. If, wow. if you did have to work it, get in here, say. expedite, get your news calls done, right. get the work done, right. and get out. Well, nurses, we made time and a half, so you made a little extra money, but not double and a half. Holy smoke. That's very generous of your organization. I bet they also paid for child care. No, we didn't. Well, boy, I'm kind of surprised, Joe, <laughs> given your advocacy a week ago, your argument with me, but hey. Your call about your priorities. What argument did we have a week ago about where I said I don't think we should fund child care? You said you thought you sh- they should. You argued pretty vehemently that it was very hard on people to have to come up with the money. Oh, okay, that to was... pay their child care, and uh, you know my argument was, and you said how lucky you would be if your employer did right. that. Well, you were a decider of that. <laughs> well, that the discussion that we had was that was part of a larger discussion. <laughs> okay, Joe. If you want to define it that way. That's the way I choose to define it. Okay, that's fine. I can respect because that. Because it, it the argument was over whether tax credits were actually beneficial. I said that's not where the money meets the road or rubber meets the road. Well, that's true, too. The other thing I wanted to say today was um, to say to all the other callers, you know, you damage your argument when you uh, digress into calling other people names. And I really can't understand what your motive for doing that is. If you wanted to change my opinion, which I would assume is why we have discussions, right? To advocate for or against a specific opinion or plan or idea. Why do you think that calling me names would open me to what you have to say? Well, we have a new group of um, listeners on both sides that are calling the other side stupid. I, I it's. It's discouraging to me, you know, and I worry for those people's families because I can imagine 
being in that household as a spouse and when a discussion comes up their action is to start calling the other person names wouldn't that be a hellish kind of marriage or spousal relationship or child parent relationship to be treated with so little dignity and respect I, so i it i want people to think really hard about what is your motive for doing that well and the name calling is indicative of this huge divide you know joe and i call attention to it the fact that some people think that the uh, the violence in washington dc on january 6th some of the individuals were insurrectionists that wanted to uh, you know disrupt the election uh, but mitch mcconnell now says it's normal legitimate political discourse to do what happened that day so i think what feeds into this is it's like almost an alternate reality that some folks are in Imagine Democrats who, who thought that Joe Biden was the best individual in the U.S. registered as a Democrat to be president of the United States. You know, it's not, <laughs> it's, it's not real. It's not, not reality. Well, what, what I find confusing in the discussion about what happened at the Capitol is this. In the months that preceded that, maybe the year preceded that, I saw frequently reports on television, people rioting in the streets, and they burned cars, and they turned cars over, and they attacked each other, and they damaged private property left and right. And I mean, out in, out in the West, there were several cities that, you know, had days and days of that. They There were uh, reports people were protesting sitting in the city park. Now, are you allowed to do that? Oh, sure. And and there were there was great advocacy for this behavior, for burning, for looting, for destroying, for occupying. This was perfectly okay. And these people argued vehemently on a daily basis that this was free speech. But on this one occasion, Far more temperate behavior, in my opinion, than I saw. I don't remember that anybody set the Capitol on fire. I don't remember that uh, people um, occupied indefinitely those areas. You know, I don't, I don't remember that the behavior went that far. Suddenly, it's an insurrection. I'm confused. <laughs> well, I think people knew that some people wanted to take over the election process that day, you know, to disrupt the process. So hearsay, therefore, <laughs> it was an insurrection. Well, plus uh, some of the individuals were charged with conspiracy uh, to conspiracy for sedition or conspiracy for or to sedition, sedition yeah. something like that. So uh, seditious conspiracy. So for for you know twenty some people or half a dozen, whatever the number is, I forget now. This was an attempt to disrupt, which you could, but they didn't have you know they didn't have guns like you said and burn down the Capitol and take over the nation and shred the Constitution or anything. They just wanted to make sure that President Trump got duly elected. Well, if they had moved their behavior, just imagine that if they had moved it out in front of the White House, in front of one of the Smithsonian buildings, out into the uh, merchant area, you know, up towards the post office and the train station, then it wouldn't have been an insurrection and their behavior would have been free speech. It was just because it occurred on those grounds and in that building that it makes it an insurrection? Well, yeah, but free speech involves speaking, and it involves 
talking. It doesn't involve beating cops to, with flagpoles and breaking windows and crawling well, through doors. I mean, those are, those are problems. Those are serious problems of people way out of control. I wholeheartedly now, what, agree. Whether I just you want to call understand. it a riot or an insurrection, I guess it's a question of semantics. I called it a riot. Right, but I don't understand why it, those same people who today cast stones against the people who were at the Capitol building found it totally acceptable when that behavior, that very same behavior and worse, went on in public streets and cities and towns and resulted in enormous amounts of, of damage of property. I don't understand. Why was that okay over there, but not okay here? That seems to me like a double message. But again, I just want to say to my neighbors who sometimes slip into calling fellow talkers names. Now, number one, you are not going to change that person's opinion. Perhaps you will only reinforce it. Number two, aren't you better than that? Aren't you better than that? Can't you make your argument without calling people names? And if you can't, geez, maybe it's a kind of a shaky argument. <laughs> well, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Democrat, but if somebody calls me stupid, I'm willing to become a Republican. Okay, stupid. <laughs> Good, I, we I just got another Republican. <laughs> we got another recruit. You get a right. toaster. We would condemn eighth graders for behaving in this way. So why are we as adults? That's true. Excellent point. You can't do it in kindergarten, so why should you exactly. do it here? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Okay. Thank, Thank you so much. All right, All right. Jim, stand by. i got to hit the button, but we'll be right back. we got one call standing by, but we'll take more comers. 5707439565. We are talking about the level of political discourse here. We've heard a number of individuals uh, with some pretty disparaging names for folks with whom they strongly disagree. Uh, it's that's it's become a little bit more common on this show than I think it was in the past. Uh, we really, uh, I, th I think we're never going to get anybody to uh, participate in a normal dialogue if we're going to keep that up. Five seven zero seven four three nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com. Welcome back to the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. We're talking about uh, legitimate political discourse versus insurrection. Not just when we're talking about January 6th, but... Uh, holidays. We're talking about holidays. Right, we talked about holidays. Yeah, good point. And, uh, you know, we have a lot of folks think uh, people on the other side of the political aisle are... Idiots. <laughs> Dimwits. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Orange. <laughs> Jim from Ashland, what's You're your on view mark. on this topic? Good morning, gentlemen. Um, I think it's interesting that uh, there's 40,000 minutes or hours of uh, video, and, and maybe that should be released uh, that the public could watch it. Uh, a lot of it is boring, but uh, people um, people were allowed into the, the Capitol by, by uh, police, etc., and then some people climbed the over through barricades and, and, and climbed walls and I'm not sure why they had to do that. Um, that needs to be explained. Why, I mean, if, the, if there was easy access to the building at, at some points, why was other points like people smashed windows, etc.? I don't understand what that was about and were they possibly FBI plants? Um, <laughs> you mean like a fern? Well, Huh? Like a fern? Fern that has a bug in it. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, but uh, 
um, there's that. I, I, I'm, I am curious, uh, speaking of uh, insurrection, um, Mr. Matalavich, uh, he, he decided not to circulate petitions, but he wants to be on the ballot. He circulated petitions. He had them ready to go. But he got there late. Got there late, according to them. Oh, you mean he didn't come before 4.30 uh, on Tuesday, the uh, 7th of March? That's correct. Well, he was originally told the closing time was 5 o'clock, but then they went back and checked again, and they were told that 5 o'clock for the state, but 4.30, when the normal courthouse offices close, would be the time that he would have had his petitions in. But when he got there at 4.30, he claims, and they admit, there were other people in there, and they were standing around. The office was not locked or closed. So it's an interesting, it's going to be an interesting Right, and lawsuit. they didn't get to his petition until 5.01 5 p.m., so he right. missed all of the deadlines regardless. Uh, why would you do that? Why wouldn't you be early? <laughs> That's a good question. Why I wait mean, till the very last well, minute? Nothing said you had to wait till the last minute. You're right. Nothing said he had to wait till the last no, minute. No, I mean that's 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 foolish on his part, in my opinion. But um, it's water under I'm the not bridge. Call me names, but uh, yeah, it's water. But but uh, I think the county is absolutely right to not put him on the ballot. I mean, you know, it's just look. It's hard to get signatures. It's really a pain in the behind. It is. I and, agree. Uh, You've done it, Mark? No, I've done it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and so, um, you know, just, on the one hand, I could see allowing it because it is such a benevolent. But uh, there, there are standards and rules, so it is what it is. You know? Well, it wasn't it wasn't, right. it wasn't signing the petitions that was his problem. It was getting them filed that was the problem. Right, right, yes. All right. You guys have a good day. Hey, you too. Take care. All right. We got some emails. Yes, we do. And some texts. I use the phrase that uh, there's an old person's jog, which is like uh, (laughs) not uh, taking a lot of effort to move. I ask you to demonstrate it for me so I can see how it works. I'll do it after the show. Okay. And to that end. One of our emailers says, old person's jog is up and down motion with very little forward movement. Biden's got it down pat. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And another texter, emailer rather, says, the biggest threat if Trump is reelected will be to the Biden corruption. I'm not sure what they we're saying there. You mean that there'll be a big investigation of right. Joe Biden? Okay, the Hunter Biden As thing. President Trump said, I am your retribution. That's ah, very scary. Go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a, funny, that's a funny phrase to put on your campaign bumper. Well, he said it at a uh, at a meeting or in one of his well, it's rallies. it's in his announcement. Is it? Okay. Yeah, it's in his announcement. And then uh, texters, did they ever get holiday pay, which everyone not working received, plus time and a half pay or true two and a half time pay? I don't know what that's in reference to. I know we had a discussion, but I'm not sure exactly where it fits People, in. Oh, maybe you're talking when Cindy said nurses always work. Okay, then the uh, with respect to Democrats, uh, the party of slavery, segregation, the KKK, Jim Crow, etc., the Democrats have practiced racism as a primary tactic to divide society in order to gain vote or power, I guess it would be. Yeah, but today's Democrats aren't those Democrats. What, what, how would you describe the difference between a Southern Democrat during Jim Crow and a Democrat today? 
Uh, that's a good question. You know, I, I, obviously the parties have become somewhat changed over the years. The Republicans, according to the Democrats, have become mm -hmm. uh, less interested in social change, while the Democrats have become more interested in social right, change and less opposed to it. Yeah, they call them progressive. Right. Well, originally, who was the first progressive? Teddy Roosevelt. Okay. And he was a Republican, was okay. he not? Right, and I think uh, to, to say Southern Democrats who started the KKK or Jim Crow are in any way a corollary to today's Democrats, I, I think you're just missing, you know, you're missing the obvious, that's all. Well, okay, but let's talk about the, you know, all that talk about reparations. Who should make those? Should be those who were responsible well, for holding black people down, which would be the Democrats during the Jim Crow period. And I think if you have, uh, if you're going to have a reparations con conversation, um, go ahead and converse about what would work. I think, we, you know, and there's nothing wrong with talking about it. See, what should we do? How could we do it if, if it's possible? We do know that blacks in America today still don't have everything equal. You know, statistically, blacks are more likely to be involved in uh, crime, more likely to have uh, less positive uh, medical outcomes. And, uh, you know, it's a wide range of cultural differences that exist. So we know, having been held down at one point in our country, has not allowed them to enjoy the uh, 200 plus years of freedom and progress that whites have had. So is that something we can address or is it impossible? Just reach out to help and do whatever you can to make sure that we're 100% equal in some way today and, and go from there. Another email says, who was paying two and a half pay for people working on holidays? Well, they still do it here for full-timers who work on uh, the five... For the actual hours they were assigned, uh, right. not just for the whole day, but you don't get eight hours pay if you only work three hours that day. Right, for the actual hours right. you work, you right. get doubled and a half a mm -hmm. year, and that's still that way. And the ruling class Marxists must destroy Trump in order to dispirit all opposition so they can continue to, to grow and maintain power and and control over us. And then we have a letter, we have an email, then we have a call. So which shall we do first? How about the call? All right, and sounds reasonable. I forgot. Oh, it's Dan from New Berlin, we're like glad to say. Good morning, sir, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning, guys. Well, I say Trump outwitted him again. Look at all the publicity he got when he said, I'm going to be arrested. Look at all last yesterday. All the talk shows were talking about that. The newscasts, I didn't hear one conservative or liberal newscast that didn't talk about that. And that's why I call Trump a genius at what he does. He can handle the media, and they're trying to handle him. And... It's like Lindsey Graham stated yesterday on a show. He said, Trump just just sealed up the election by all the free publicity. How many votes did he get? Because we that like Trump realize it's another, try another witch hunt. And he came out ahead of it and <laughs> said, they're going to arrest me. What what more could he do to get sympathy from we, the people that respect Trump? So this is just a publicity stunt saying he's going to be arrested. Oh, yeah. It, it wor it's going to work. It worked. Yeah, it worked. It could, he's good at ha he handle. Yeah, they think they can handle him, but he's a, 
one president, and I know uh, Joe's going to say Reagan did good with the media, but they weren't like they are now. Uh, you have to really have a good wit and be able to, like he wrote the book, The Art of the Deal. He knows how to handle them very well. And I'll give him credit again. He outwitted them. And <laughs> it's amazing. He's always one step ahead. How did he outwit them, Dan? He's just said something that may or may not be true. He may be indicted. He may not be indicted. So if he doesn't well, know for sure... What are, what are we talking about? What were the news programs talking about yesterday? They were talking about Trump. His assertion that as he might be as, arrested. They, they, his yeah, assertion. Well that, we know it's a witch hunt. The Trump supporters and even, I think you even admitted yourself, that this is all a bunch of witch hunts all the years they've been trying to get him on a on a, a rat trying to get him on something they haven't done it yet but they keep trying so what well, did they, he do he went out ahead of them i don't think president said, trump's out of the woods yet though there's a, a yeah. half a dozen investigations but, underway well, like hey, he, up and see how many see if any of them stick They've been trying to get something to stick on Trump mm -hmm. for, what is it now, seven years. And this thing, if that was me, and they had something on me, I'd be in the hooskow if they had something. But, and look at Trump. I mean, they, they, they've done, he's had the whole enemy, enemy list against him. And they can't get anything to stick as much as uh, that part of the establishment hates him. They can't get him. What they want to do is make sure he can't run in the next election. But if he does run, I predict he's not going to win because they're going to have it fixed again is my prediction. No matter what, they're going to defeat him. They, they would have done that the first election. But they said, ah, Trump can't win. He, you know, they, didn't, they were shocked when Trump pulled it off. But the next election, they made sure he didn't win. They, you, know, you know what I'm saying? And I don't... You can call me an election denier or whatever, but they made sure Trump didn't win. And uh, they'll do that again because they're keeping everything intact. If and by they you I mean, read what? If by they you yes. mean the voters of the United States, I agree with you. They made sure he wasn't elected as president again by voting for nope. Joe Biden. That's not what I meant. I meant the election was fixed. You know what I meant. Well, yeah, and but where's your proof for that, Dan? Where is absolute proof that the, everybody no, covered I'll it up? I'll give you the first proof. This suppose, this suppose Trump was sitting in his basement, not going out. Biden was going out having rallies, tens of thousands, 10, 20, 30, 40,000, 
Oh, Trump won the election. What would the other side be saying? But you're ignoring the say, you're ignoring something that's fairly simple. If the majority of people said, "I don't care what Joe Biden's like. He's not Trump, and I can't stand Trump for four more years, so I'm voting for Biden." I think that's what happened, and I think that Donald Trump can't admit that because he is, I believe, a narcissist. I, I can't. I can't admit it either. I can't admit that a man that was popular as Trump was with the electric did a great job. Yeah, the, it's the economy. Remember what the one gentleman said years ago? It's the economy, James Carvo. Our economy, and I don't want to be. I don't want Cindy to think I'm a name caller, but I didn't say that. Someone said it's the economy, stupid. And look at Trump's James economy. You can't. There was going. Carvel. Uh, we were swimming in oil. No. We were swimming in oil. We had the border pretty much under control. We had other nations respected us. They weren't shooting rockets anymore. And we were doing great. Plus the fact that Trump, you know, was out there with tens of thousands. Biden was home with his hundreds. He'd, he'd be lucky to get a thousand people <laughs> in their car. And then you tell me, Joe, that I'm a moron. I didn't call you believing. a moron. Whoa, 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 whoa. I never called you a moron. No, I'm just... You, Nor would you, I ever just, call you a moron. I know we're not name-calling, so you call me. You say I'm wrong. And I say you're wrong because you're not looking at the facts of the of what went on the facts were what trump did get 74 million votes how did biden end up with 80 so and it's just it's so it's right in your face that this whole thing was rigged I'm and sorry, it's but gonna it's going to be rigged again. It's not in my face. We have another caller, so I can't. We can't get into a, a large, extended debate on this topic. Yeah. But I think that but, if you, what what you are ignoring is that it didn't actually impact the outcome of the election. But seven million more people voted for Joe Biden. You know, granted, I, it only I don't mattered in key states. For a minute, I can't believe it. The man that <laughs> sat in his basement did nothing. That's and what the country there, wanted. A man that wasn't—he hey. wasn't mentally as capable as Trump, and he couldn't—he couldn't campaign. We it's had not many. That I don't like Biden. I don't have anything against him except he—he he just isn't. Well, Dan, they used to have—they used to, to have what they called—they used to have what they called front porch campaigns, where the candidate didn't go out and ask people to vote. He uh, let people come to him and talk to him, and then he would go from there. But they—they they didn't go knocking on doors or pounding on having rallies, and it was considered unseemly. So Jim Biden days just, are over. Well, they yeah, don't have the TV <laughs> ever since Kennedy and Nixon. Well, we have another call. Debate. We, we got a TV president. Dan, we have to road. move on. Go we have on. another call. Yeah, All right. You guys okay. have a Take great care. day. Bye. Great talking with you. See you, Dan. Yep. Thank you, sir. Yep. Thanks See for calling. All right. Uh, we will be right back. We're going to talk about the Sunbury Motor Company, and we got a caller standing by, and that'll wrap up the show because we got tons to read. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. When car repairs get difficult. Well, I... 
I just don't know. Um, me neither. We get good. Sunbury Motors. More than quality new and used cars, Sunbury Motors specializes in complicated auto repair diagnosis. They can handle intricate repairs and even complete auto body with service open Monday through Friday, 7 till 4. And Sunbury Motors has made simple repairs easy. Maintaining your vehicle is necessary. Finding the time to do it is difficult. Welcome to Sunbury Motors Quick Lane. Open 7 till 4, Monday through Friday. Just walk in or call ahead. Relax in their remodeled waiting room with Wi-Fi, beverages, and snacks. Will Sunbury Motors factory train techs take care of your oil change, tire alignments, brakes, and inspections. Quick Lane, 630 to 6, Monday through Friday, Saturday, 6 30 till 2. Sunbury Motors, Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury. And Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. We take the mm. out of auto repair. Sunbury Motor Company is a family-owned dealership since 1915. 4th Street, Sunbury, Roots, 11 to 15. Almost well. Find out tons more about them at sunburymotors.com. Do as I've done. Go to what the have you done? I went to the Quick Lane on Sunday and picked up my vehicle there. Four new tires. Great price. Uh, less than $600. Mounted, balanced, and four new tires uh, for a pickup truck. That's pretty darn good, and they're great Goodyear Wrangler tires. So they specialize in all types of service, though, on vehicles. Stayed in Nitrogen for tires. They're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can find them on the web at sunburymotors.com. They got online specials for Ford, Hyundai, or Kia. Uh, they got the Hyundai Santa Cruz there, two of them. They have a black one there with tinted windows. It's just a gorgeous truck. It's like an SUV with an open back. I'm not sure how to describe it, but uh, of course, it's one of the top rated vehicles and in the world. Consumer Reports just love the heck out of it. So that's the Sunbury Motor Company, new Fords, Hyundais, or Kias. Uh, Stan, you're going to get the last minute. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark. Yeah, I got a question. You were talking to Cindy Joe about uh, double time and a half. Where is, it, where, where, is that at the radio station used to pay that? Uh, or holidays. Still, still, still do. do on holidays. Holiday. Holiday. Okay, now, my question is. Did they get the holiday play plus time and a half, or did it, or double time and a half, or did they get holiday plus time and a half? <laughs> you got the holiday you plus the holiday plus time and a half. Yeah. Ah, so it's not double time and a half because everybody else was getting no, straight time. time. No, it's for double their time holiday. and a half. No, it was double time and a half. Right when you were actually in the building. Yep, for the hours plus, you actually were here. Plus, plus they got the holiday pay. No, right. that they was, got a, it was a paid holiday for everybody right. also. They got yeah. the paid holiday a day off somewhere else, but if they actually had to work, they got t- double time and a half. We're done. Thank you so much. This is WKOK Sunbury.